Hello, welcome to Personal Stories of St. James's. I'm Alice Killian, and this is part three of my interview with Barbara Pilgrim. It's only 10 minutes long, this episode, and it ends a bit abruptly. But Barbara has more stories to tell. I know, because I've heard them. And I'm hoping to do another interview with her sometime in the future. Here comes Barbara's voice telling us about her childhood from just where we stopped in part two. But that was uh, just our life, the way we lived. You grew everything. You e Even down to our, you would say syrup, but we say molasses. About the only thing my father didn't grow, didn't have on hand, was when he went to buy sugar and he had flour. But he did, uh -huh. never had to buy a meal because we, you know, grew corn and you take the, the, the corn to the mill and have it ground. We grew sorghum to the, to the mill and have that pressed and cooked down into molasses. And we had chickens, we had pigs, we had cows, uh, we had ducks. We we had geese. I hated the geese because they were messy. And our ducks, the the place we lived before that, uh, it had rats, I think, under the barn, oh. under the house. And they uh -huh. were killing the ducks off. So the ducks left. They went away. And we never had any more ducks. Still had those nasty geese, and we had chickens. Over. And uh, we slaughtered our own pigs for meat. It was a good life, even though, we complained because we were kids. And how did you, having grown up a Baptist, how did you end up being Episcopal? I married an Episcopalian. <laughs> oh, my, my you married into it. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh -huh. Everybody Tuesday to this day. Barbara go to a white church. They don't know nothing about uh. church, but they swear. They say I go to a white church. Do, they do they know nothing you? about my church. So do all your family, do they all go to black churches? Yes. Whatever those mm -hmm. are? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, my gosh, you my, are the, I mean. My youngest you, sister in California. Mm -hmm. Christine. Actually, yeah. Her husband is actually a bishop. Oh my gosh! He's he's over that region that they live in California all the way to Las Vegas. I don't I don't know where else, but I in the uh, when oh I I love to hear him preach. He's a good preacher. Ooh, what's his but, name? John Hopkins. And what what denomination is his church? Baptist. That's all. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, he's the, you tell us he's the pastor of True Vine Missionary Baptist Church. Okay. Can you tell the story of how when the uh, pandemic started, what he, his ministry in the parking lot? Oh, <laughs> I thought that was, that was unique. Because <laughs> their church parking lot, you can pull in one entrance and uh -huh. go out the other, go across the parking lot and on out the other side to the back. So when we when the pandemic started, on Sundays, John and one of the deacons, and mm -hmm. sometimes Christine, my sister, would mm -hmm. take communion outside mm -hmm. in the parking lot, and they let one car drive up at a time. 
Mm-hmm. They will give communion. They will pray for a person that wanted prayer, needed prayer. And they would go on through the parking lot and the next car come up. And he would do his sermon like podcast or whatever you call it. Do his sermon inside the church. But he didn't have the the parishioners in the church. When the right, right. He just he just let them come through the parking lot. Just do the uh-huh. sermon in the church. Soon as they leave, him and Christine and the camera crew, the custodian would give that mm-hmm. church a thorough cleaning to mm-hmm. sanitize it after he leaves. Even though none of the other parishioners were there. And have you listened to his recorded sermons? Oh yes, I listened to some of them. Mm. I, I, I love I love his sermons. He's very relevant in what's going on. He's in touch with the young people, and he he preached to the congregation, but make sure he preached to the young people. He'd say things mm-hmm. to them that they will understand. He even knows know about some of these songs that I never heard of that he know who this person is and that one and Ludacris or something. I don't know none mm-hmm. of these people. But he he's abreast to all that so he can address the young people and what they are doing and what they are listening to. He he let mm-hmm. them know that he is human and he knows exactly what they are doing and what they're going through. Now I wanna to listen to him. What did you think growing up having you went to different Sundays. You went to a Baptist church and an AME church and a CME church. And what was that like to go? Uh, that from... was my normal life. It was it was all, it was good. It's not that much difference in in the uh, services of the Baptist church and the Methodist church, mm-hmm. except for our prayer books and stuff. But mm-hmm. we didn't really our church was too poor to have prayer books. <laughs> The AME Church did have prayer books. This is where, you know, there's always a class system with everybody. Like you have the rich uh-huh. people here. Okay, like yep. This place there. Okay, there were a class system there. Yep. So most of the landowners, the well-to-do families, were the ones that was in the Methodist churches. They were not in our Baptist churches at all. They were in the Methodist church. They owned uh-huh. the land, they, the big shot. But their services wasn't really that much any different from ours. And like I said, they uh-huh. only had a, a pastor once a month, just like we did. So did everybody go to everybody else's churches? Yes. Mm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You only had... No, I, I know Sunday. you went. I so, know the Baptists so, went. No, 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 no. We all did that. We all did. Okay. Uh, sometimes, maybe... I, uh, you wouldn't know that anything, but, but I'm just giving a name. Mr. Moe's mm-hmm. kind, which he was one of the landowners. Sometimes uh, he would uh-huh. go to the Baptist church. But his wife always came. All the others, you know, we just intermingled. How about the CME church? What was that like? Were they poor they or rich? Are just or? A, they are just another branch of the Methodist church. But mm-hmm. the AMEs are the ones that actually pulled away from the Methodist church, what, 150 years ago, however long it was, when they pulled away from the Methodist church and formed their own church. The other church came long after that. Bishop Allen, 
He was mm-hmm. the one who away from the uh, from the white Methodist Church because right. they didn't wouldn't get let them hold office or let them become bishops and so they he, he's, he we're giving them our money. We'll form our mm-hmm. own church. They pulled. Got, he he actually walked out of the service and formed the the, the Methodist Church. I remember reading about that in history books about or about Methodism when that happened with Bishop Allen. Did you have singing in all the different churches? Of course, yes. Well, I'm just checking. I don't know what else yep. to ask you. We had actually in our church we we couldn't afford the big hymnals like like you have now, but there yep. were hymnals for the for the Baptist Church, but we couldn't afford. Uh-huh. It. But there were little books that didn't have the music written in, in the book itself, uh-huh. but you yep. had the words and the songs. That's what we usually use because they were just, they were smaller books and they were, as I know now, less expensive, even though the uh-huh. songs were really great, much better, in fact, I think, than some of the ones in the in the hymnals. I'd love to hear the, can you sing them? Do you sing? No, I can't sing, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hear my voice? It's, it's really shot. Now uh, I was in a, I was in a troupe down the South Shore that we put on uh, uh-huh. musicals, and uh, every year we we do a big production down the South Shore, and then we uh-huh. take it around sometime to other other places. We came mm-hmm. here and did it for our Blue Cross Blue Shield. We did it for them here in Boston. When mm-hmm. we were getting ready to go to Africa, uh-huh. I brought the, the group here to raise money for our trip to Africa. We we did it at St. Peter's. We had to improvise because of the space and the, and the way it was set up, but we did uh-huh. a great job. Everyone enjoyed it. Another time, we did just a, you know how, how production take a couple, few members from the cast to uh-huh. So I brought it to City Hall in Cambridge. Mm -hmm. That sounds fabulous. You've now reached the end of the interview with Barbara. I regret the abrupt ending. Barbara and I had planned to talk more together and record that, but we ran out of steam. It's been, well, it's been an interesting time here in 2020 in the U.S. on the planet Earth. A couple of decades along, and someone may be interviewing us, you and me, about what living through this time was like. If you would like to suggest someone for us to interview, or would like to do an interview, please let the Rev. Matt know at matt at stjamescambridge.org. Be well, everybody. Bye.